Welcome to www.therfpsuccesscompany.com. The truth is writing an RFP for your business can be scary, overwhelming, and well, intimidating. Is this really what to say? Is this really what they are looking for? This doesn't mean your business can't win the business. Here at the RFP Success Company we have over 25 years of experience helping businesses just like yours win both public and private RFP bids. We know what the organization wants to see, the information they need to know, and we understand how to sell your business so you get the business. Your insight, direction and guidance in the RFP process made the difference in my winning a five-year contract. It's a game changer for my business and I'm your biggest fan. I've been writing RFPs for a few years now and win very few. But now, after your consultation, I know that has changed. I'm in it to win it. Thank you. What is a RFP? A request for proposal RFP, aka a request for quotation RFQ, wins over the traditional method of negotiation and selection in a number of ways. This is because the client sets their requirements and corresponding details up front and, thus, the companies that are competing for the opportunity to know and how to deal with it. This is good since majority of the times companies bid in a haphazard manner without knowing the full details. A RFP gives an insight about what the client really demands and hence the contractors can choose to bid accordingly. What purpose do RFPs serve? A RFP document provides transparency and a new dimension to the bidding process. So, the first step is that the company or the organization rolls out the request for proposal and thus invites the contractors to bid accordingly. In the second step, the contractors read and send their response to the request for proposal document. The third step involves reviewing of the RFP responses that are sent to the company. The company reviews the request for proposal document on the parameters it has already set and declares the winner for the contract. Getting competitive. A request for proposal serves as a very competitive type of bidding in which the contractor has the option of choosing the bid since the budget is already specified in the RFP document. Generally, contractors get to know the reality somewhere in the process if the company doesn't follow a proper process. RFPs are a very good way of reducing project costs by inviting competing companies to produce bid documents which are in competition with each other. If you're not getting the right answers you might not be asking the right questions. When writing RFPs it is worth bearing in mind that the responses that you receive will depend on how well you have written and produced your RFP documents. You need to realize that prospective contractors will only respond to what they have in front of them. They can only write a RFP response for the requirements that are presented to them. Bidders who are looking for lucrative contract to bid for should really think about preparing well for the tender process. Producing well-researched and well-written RFP responses will stand bidders in good stead for having their bid-writing efforts come to fruition. Requests for proposals RFPs and tenders RFTs are issued by government departments and private sector businesses every day. They are a critical component that keeps the wheels of industry turning. An RFPT hereafter RFP is a document seeking provision of goods or services. It details information about the organization seeking the goods or services specifications about what is required, when, how and where how to respond e, what you need to submit to qualify for consideration. 
between the two functions of requesting proposals and responding to our FPs, we identified reasons, including the following, why people failed to win contracts. Insufficient effort. There is a lot of work involved in responding to RPFs, sometimes a week or more. Many people simply don't put in the effort not doing enough research. Researching the organization for whom you are writing the response can be very helpful. Egg. What previous RFPs have they issued? What is their corporate plan? Do you know anyone who has dealt with them? Poor or incomplete answers. Not answering all the questions or providing all the information sought in the RFP using a poorly matched vanilla or previously created RFP. It's acceptable to use previously created materials, but not without checking how well they meet current requirements. Just changing the name and address and dates might not do the job choosing the wrong employee. Giving the job to someone who isn't capable of doing the job well, usually inexperienced, junior staff. While everyone has to learn, if you want to win large contracts, the job should be done by the best possible person with no expense spared applying just to get your firm's name known. When I gave feedback to people whose RFPs were unsuccessful, Occasionally they would tell me they didn't expect to win, but wanted to highlight their firm's capabilities substandard presentation and expression. Poorly written, grammatically incorrect proposals that are presented will cause assessors to wonder how well you will do their work if you can't even do your own well. Not responding in the correct manner. When responding to our FPs they advise to whom, when and how responses are to be made. If you don't meet those requirements, your proposal is doomed exaggerating your capability. If you make grandiose claims about how good you are or how wonderful your products are, you must be able to prove it. Exaggerating or lying won't cut it not being available to answer follow-up questions. If the RFP assessors need to ask questions to clarify issues, someone needs to be readily contactable not seeking or heeding feedback. Even if your RFP is successful, you should seek feedback about how well it was received and ask for ways in which you could improve it. This is critical if your proposal failed because you have invested with no return and need to close the gap in future RFPs. Conclusion If you are in a business or organization that relies on responding to RFPs for some or all of your business, you need to invest the physical and human resources necessary to do the job properly. It is inexpensive demanding and time-consuming activity and if you wish to be successful, there are no shortcuts. 7 Signs A Request For Proposal Is Wired Although technically it's against the procurement rules, a government buyer may make it intentionally difficult to buy from anyone else other than the company they already know and trust. When you are evaluating an RFP, it is important for you to assess whether you should spend your precious time and money on writing a proposal. Here are dead giveaway signs of a wired RFP. Deadlines are unreasonably restrictive. The time to write a proposal is too short. Quick turnaround response times are outside of standard norms for this customer. The question's deadline is too soon. Time to study the documents in the document library is too short. A site visit or a walkthrough too short or scheduled too late in the game. Only a token extension gets offered when requested, while the government has no real need for urgency. There are unusual requirements having little to do with project success but seeming to favor a specific vendor or the incumbent. 
must have design built 40 municipal buildings must have been in business for over 10 years. Key personnel requirements get extremely specific. Must have completed some ridiculous certification course that no one has ever heard of must have more than 10 years of experience in the non-corrosive metals manufacturing industry and it is a project management services proposal. Past performance validity time frame is too narrowly defined include up to five references for relevant projects that have been completed in the past two years, or started no later than June 2010, and that are no less than $1 million in size. A performance specification that can only be offered by a specific product. Vehicle must have sealed, 4-4 transmission with self-adjusting belt drive and only one manufacturer makes a patented self-adjusting belt drive. A manufacturer's model number is provided in lieu of a specification. The contracting officer is unresponsive when you challenge the requirements as too restrictive or unreasonable, and ask for extensions. While there may be some openness to a new vendor while the buyer is mostly biased especially if you are significantly better priced, if you see two or more of these characteristics, decide to no bid. Once in a while you may encounter another problem altogether and atrociously written RFP. Proceed with caution, because poorly written RFPs can be a signal that the contract will be protested, or may be difficult to manage because the contracting officer or their entire shop is chaotic. There are plenty of opportunities out there to get a contract, so you may want to be selective. And, better yet, Go ahead and wire the RFP to your own company through well-run capture. Requests for proposals are important for many reasons. However, it is important that one first understand what an RFP actually is. An RFP is a specific type of inquiry that specifies in detail what the submitting organization's needs are, and specifically asks the responder how they might address this concern. For the sake of understanding during this article, we will base this negotiation on a hotel negotiation. A properly formed RFP is a thoroughly researched and thought out document, where the organization determines its needs in as much detail as possible. When this is used, there is far less confusion down the road. Some of the reasons RFPs are so important include 1. Organizations should use the RFP as a way of creating a competition between various alternative properties and slash or locales. It is important that the cover letter for the RFP let each responder know when an answer is needed by, and that the request is being submitted to multiple facilities. 2. What types of items might end up being issues? For example, does the hotel charge for parking? Would the hotel make some sort of accommodation regarding this? 3. Is there a charge for internet use? What concession might be made? 4. Inches terms of audio-visual needs which often become extremely important, what might the property be willing to do in terms of accommodations and concessions? What might be included for free? What kind of minimum guaranteed discount might be offered? Five organizations who will be using guest rooms at a hotel should request complimentary meeting space. Six what kind of concessions might be offered in terms of food and beverage pricing? This is both one of the biggest profit centers for the hotel as one of the largest expenses for the organization and its conference. 7. What is the hotel's policy regarding special meals or dietary requirements? What is the cost for this, if any? 8. What decorations, etc., 
Might the hotel offer on a complimentary basis to the organization? 9. What upgrades, freeze, givebacks might the hotel offer regarding guest rooms? What is the best room rates offered, and for which categories of rooms? 10. What is the best the hotel will do regarding flexibility regarding attrition rate? These 10 items are certainly nowhere near the full needs of an RFP. I have simply used these items to demonstrate the types of things that should be included in an RFP. The answers to an RFP should then become part of the addendum to the hotel contract. Please visit our site to www.therfpsuccesscompany.com for more information on request for proposal.